0: my darling. This is Editing Zara. You have not met me before. I am the person who sits down after the podcast is recorded and it and uploaded to my actual podcast. Um, and here's the thing. I am editing this episode and I'm noticing that there's this electric hum at the back of the whole audio that I recorded for this episode which is so annoying I've tried my very best to remove and reduce that sound to my best ability but I'm not a tech girly I'm a manifestation coach Um, so I haven't been very successful with it I've managed to lower it but it's still there you can definitely hear it and I'm very apologetic for that Unfortunately, I don't have time to re-record this episode, so I hope that you can forgive me this one time and that you'll still be able to listen to this episode and take away some good information from it. I just wanted to say I'm really sorry about this. Don't get used to that sound because in the many years that i've done podcasts i've never had this happen before but clearly there was an an interference with the microphone and that's what you can hear so i am very very sorry about that but i hope that you will be able to forgive me and that it won't turn you off of listening to this episode in its entirety and taking away from it what you can inshallah So with that being said, let's hope you'll never ever hear from me ever again in the future. (laughs) Because that would obviously mean that there's something wrong in the episode or there's a mistake made or whatever. So inshallah you won't hear from me again. But uh, yeah, I will let you listen to this episode inshallah. Bismillah. Assalamualaikum and welcome back to another episode of Manifesting Muslimah. I'm your host Zara Pedersen And today I'm going to try my very best at answering a question that I have been getting time and again and it is am I making the wrong dua or am I making dua for the wrong thing? And while <laughs> while there isn't like a conclusive yes or no answer to this, I'm going to try my best to explain why you're not <laughs> so or or why you could be but you're also still not but yeah okay I'm getting to it so I'm going to try my very best I've tried to also make a TikTok video on it I felt like it was quite rambly at times but quite a lot of people seemed to understand what I was trying to say so I'm going to try and do it in a slightly longer format which is here on the podcast of course because I feel like I could st- Kind of delve a little bit deeper here and try to make my point a little bit better so that's the attempt that i'm going to try and do today so while i understand this question like am i wishing and hoping for the wrong things it is such a difficult question for anyone to answer except of course allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no one really can tell you whether or not you're making a dua for the right or the wrong things and in fact You know besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are probably the best person to give yourself the answer as to whether or not you're making the right or the wrong dua uh, as well and the but the problem with that is of course that um, a lot of us don't have enough of the self-awareness the self-reflection excuse me twinkle it's a rainy day and the dogs and the animals are going mad inside I can't help it Um, so as I said you know we as humans don't often have that self-reflection and self-awareness and we're also quite often not so connected to the divine, the spiritual, our intuition, things like that. We often tend tend to be a little bit more connected to the 3D world, so it can be very difficult to tune in and um, connect with the part of us that probably could give us a pretty good answer to whether or not we're on the right path in our du'a. But here's what I will say, that Regardless of how you look at it, um, and, and me being, I suppose, a bit of a, like, hippie, optimist type of person, I say, you know, there is never such a thing as a wrong du'a. Like, unless you're obviously like, wishing death upon people or something, you know. But but generally speaking, if you're making du'a for something in your own life, there's hardly ever a time that I could think of where that would be a wrong du'a for you to make, that you're making du'a for the wrong thing. However, w- when when I say that, I think it's important to say that we can always improve upon our Duhas. There are things that we can say or not say that potentially can make our Duhas a little bit stronger. Um, make it easier for us to understand when it comes into our lives so on and so forth um, this specifically if we're trying to manifest a specific other person into our lives especially when we're thinking of like marriage I always say instead of focusing your dua on that one person in your life that you want or the that person that you want into your life focus like open up the dua to make it easier for Allah to introduce a person into your life if that's person that you're sort of like continuously asking for is not written for you so you know so you can definitely think of of a dua in in a way where don't kind of lock yourself into a dua that isn't for you Um, but it's not that you're making dua for the wrong thing because ultimately you're just asking for you know to 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 be in a relationship with a person that you love or that you think you love. Because obviously if you're you know, manifesting them from a distance. Or trying to manifest them from a distance. By by making dua. Um, it's because you know. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. if This is a bit of a wake up call. But you don't actually know the person. Uh, well enough to know whether or not they're the right ones for you. And you wouldn't know that until you're in an actual relationship with them. So but it's you know. Our perceived reality is that. Oh I'm in love with this person. And we'd be perfect together. But that's not always the case in reality. Okay. So. That being said, you know, um, we can make our duhas open, make it easier for Allah to introduce the blessings into our lives when we're making a duha. And so in that sense, again, we're still not making duha for the wrong things. Uh, or that, that duha is wrong to make, it is that sometimes a du'a can be improved upon so that it has a greater impact and we're not cornering ourselves um, with our own expectations of what the blessing is going to look like once we receive it from Allah. So that's the first thing that we need to keep in mind when we're talking about, you know, whether or not we're making duha on the wrong things or if we're making the wrong dua, is, can I open this duha? Uh, is there a way for me to... Release my personal expectations in this duha so that I'm also allowing or Allah to come in and surprise me. Um, and when I say things like allowing Allah and things like that, of course Allah can do whatever He wants, He's the creator. Um, but it is that we don't get in our own ways of seeing the blessings once Allah um puts them in front of us, which we 100% can do in, like, getting so blinded with our own expectations that we then neglect the many blessings that Allah um, is actually putting in front of us at all times. The second thing that I want to sort of speak into, and this is where it can get a little complicated, or I feel like it can be a little complicated to explain at least, you can make duha for something that is not for you, that is not right for you. That doesn't mean that du- dua, the dua is wrong. So I could be making dua to become a multi-millionaire. Meanwhile, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la knows that if I become a multi-millionaire, I will lose my faith, I will move further towards sin uh, and further away from Allah. Uh, you know, like there could be things that Allah knows about me that I simply do not know about myself and that this specific blessing Uh, that I would be asking for, simply is not the right thing for me. So while Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows this, I can still make du'a for this thing because I don't have the gift of foresight, you know, none of us do, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. So it would be impossible for me or anybody else to say you're making du'a for the wrong thing. Um, But In that quest, when we're finding ourselves making du'a for the quote-unquote wrong thing, because again, I don't necessarily believe that it's the wrong thing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come in in his magnificent ways, in one of many different ways, and basically try and redirect or teach us the lesson that he wants us to understand. And he can do this in many different ways. One thing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he can facilitate these things. So while I'm asking for the multi-millions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might be like, okay, I'll give you all of these millions um, and I will show you um, through your own experience because you're a stubborn little biatch because I am, <laughs> can be for sure. Um, but he'll be like, yeah, I'll give it to you. And then you can see from your own personal experience why this isn't good for you and why it's bringing more turmoil and pain and heartbreak and stress and all sorts of things into your life. And at that point, it would then be up to me in my faith to Allah and through my own um, uh autonomy in my life with my free will to make decisions on my own behalf that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge me upon on judgment day to then figure out oh wait a minute, I have noticed that since I've made all this money, I'm sort of moving in the wrong direction. And so that would be up to me then to figure out. And the better I am at sort of tuning into myself and, and keeping my intention clear and my belief clear, it'll be easier for me to learn that lesson. But if I'm not aware of that, it'll be easy for me to be carried away in you know the wrong direction in my life. And this is where it's so important. Oh, I hate, I keep doing this. I, I just thought now of like this quote from the Quran uh, where Allah says, do they not reflect upon themselves? You know, do they not do self-reflection? And I can't remember what it is right now. And I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, if you want to know where it is, hit me up on socials at manifesting ManifestingMuslimah and uh, I'll find it for you and, and let you know where it is in the Quran so you can look it up for yourself. But this is where it's so important for us, you know, to, to, to have this self-reflection, to be able to reflect on our own lives, because we are the ones who are in charge of keeping ourselves on the straight and narrow, meaning that Allah may give us the things that are not good for us, um, that he will know is not good for us, because it is our responsibility to then keep ourselves um, responsible and accountable for the outcome. And at that point, you know, as I said, let's say having multi-millions in my bank account was really bad for my dean, it would then be my responsibility to learn that lesson, understand and recognize what is happening, and then find a way to move away from it. And whether or not I could do that while still maintaining multi-millions in my bank account, or if it meant that I'd have to give it away because the money corrupted me or something, I couldn't tell you, because again, this is just like a (laughs) Like a little, what's it called? Just an example, right? Um, But that's the point in like, even when we're asking for the wrong things, it doesn't necessarily mean that Allah won't facilitate. Sometimes he will, but then there's a lesson there. And the quicker we are at learning the lesson, the easier it'll be for us to adjust, again, our duhas so let's say again going on with my example that i have this realization like oh this is not good i'm moving further away from my dean i can then start adjusting my doha oh yeah i don't actually need this many millions how about like i just put aside for myself and my family and the rest i donate to charity or something like it <laughs> not like you know i'm making a deal with a but like you can adjust it like oh actually i don't need multi-millions it makes me feel lost but what i do need to make myself happy is £10,000 a month, and that is enough for me, and that'll keep me on track, and keep me satisfied, and keep me away from financial stress and burdens, or whatever it might look like. But the point is, it's easier then for us to adjust if we are good at reflecting on ourselves and our lives. So that's one way that it can happen, like if you're making Doha for the quote-unquote wrong thing, because, and the reason why I say quote-unquote wrong thing in this scenario is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to remember, is not allowing things to happen that is against his will. So if he's allowing this quote-unquote wrong things to happen to you, it is because he wants you to learn it in that specific way, because he trusts and knows that you will learn this lesson best by experiencing it. Okay, not everybody is is going to be that person, uh, but for, for quite a few people that might be the thing where they have to experience it and then they have to come to a realization and that's when you know free will has to and self reflection has to get you back out of that situation again if it's the wrong thing but it makes it the right thing if you learn the lesson and come out of it at the other end but again free will and our autonomy and our own self reflection is what's going to help pull us out of it another thing is let's say that you're making to have something that isn't quite the right thing again or you know that you're questioning whether it's the right thing or what and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows he knows that it's not quite you know you you've got the gist of it but it's not quite right the way that you're expecting for it to come in it's not quite the right thing for you however again so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can choose to facilitate that du'a down to, you know, crossing every T, dotting every I in your du'a and be like, there you go, exactly as you imagined it. Or he can choose to, to try and redirect you by sending you lessons along the way of receiving this manifestation, this blessing. And so, when you're making a du'a, and let's say you're continuously asking for one specific person, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says it's not quite this person, so He keeps removing this person from your life. For instance, they have to now travel to Canada, and you live in France, or you know, um, they start, you know, um, courting another woman, and uh, another person comes to try and court you, or whatever. There might be whatever might happen, right? And either way, you're moving further away from this person. That could be a way that Allah says, try and broaden your horizon. It could also be that He sends you other people that are just so much better, and He's a, He's waiting for you to open your eyes and understand. Hey, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala <laughs> might have somebody even better out there for me. So let me not get too caught up in this one person that my mind has got caught up in, um, and allow myself to have full faith and trust in Allah Subhanahu <inaudible> wa Taala's plan, so that when somebody else comes I'll still give them a fair shot and be maybe pleasantly surprised at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has in store for you but either way he can come in and 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 push us in different direction and and guide us into different ways where he's like okay I see what you want you're kind of on the right track but now I'm going to try and push you and this is again in all of these things I will say to you right now in all of this it's about having self-reflection being able to tap into yourself being able to you know be aware of of what's going on around you um I use this thing that I speak to my members about in my membership group which by the way you can join if you'd like to there's a link in the show notes where you can check that out but I'm talking about like how you know when horses um I'm you know I'm half Moroccan and in Morocco they have these they call it (laughs) coochies that's Word in English, it sounds it. It's a, uh, I'm just gonna stop saying anyway. That's the Moroccan word for basically a horse carriage, which is <laughs> which works like a taxi. And they're driven, <laughs> they're driven by this horse, or like you know, <laughs> moved by this horse. But they put these like um eye things, like in, by the size of their eyes. So they I don't know what they're called, but basically that they're, they're blocking the horses eyesight so they won't get scared by the traffic around them and so they can only see straight in front of them now this is most of us when we're making du'a we're, we, we put these things the sides of our eyes so we can only see in front of us we don't have that peripheral vision to distract us And the thing is, we want to, you know, in all of this, regardless of where we are and what we're asking for, we want to remove these little patches or these things that are blocking our peripheral. And we want to be aware of everything that's going on because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, while you're looking ahead, he might send somebody to the right of you or an opportunity to the right of you. But if you're blocking that view you're never going to see it. So again, self-reflection, being able to open up your perspective so that you can see more. Um, So not getting too locked in on one thing. And that way you'll also understand that even if you're making a quote-unquote wrong du'a, your perspective is aware and ready and willing to be guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, so because you're sort of opening up yourself to that aspect, it's easier then for Allah or for you to, to see Allah's blessings and redirections when he's sending them. So instead of constantly, you know, I've, I've used this term before, but playing tug of war with Allah and saying, no, no, but this way, but this way. And Allah's like, just look to your right, sis. Like, come on, well, girl, he's not your bro. <laughs> and you're not his sis. But, you know, like, he he's like trying to tell you look to your right everything you want is to your right and you're saying nobody has to be right in front of me and so we can open our you know horizon and and create a greater perspective and see it when it then arrives so even if you're making a slightly quote-unquote wrong to hat it is easier at this point when you're having this opened perspective to see a blessing and an opportunity that might look slightly different but might still get us to the ultimate goal that what we want that is what we want okay so this is why you know when people are like I don't know if I'm making the wrong dua should I be making this dua like I'll try and say you know like if especially if it's like I'm asking for a specific person to be my husband I'm like try and open up that dua you know try not to get yourself sort of Cornered in your du'a, try and open it up because, again, we we have such limited perspective and knowledge and understanding of the world around us. Meanwhile, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so above and far beyond any of that that he will know um, whether or not that person is the right one for us or that opportunity or whatever. So every time we can open it up, our du'a, then... It becomes so much easier for us to navigate and trust that even if i said one thing wrong or i got one thing wrong quote unquote wrong in my duha then i trust that allah will guide me in the right direction even though i might not have worded it correctly because of course allah understands all of that Um, but it's also a question of understanding that even if we meet obstacles on our way in attaining the blessing and the manifestation of our duha is that there will be obstacles, but they're not necessarily a reason to stop. It might just be because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "I'm ready to give you exactly what it is that you you want, or some var- variation, or even better of it." Um, but I just need you to, you know, hunker down on this specific thing because you're you're lacking a little bit here, and if you can get this, the blessing will be so much better for you. Okay, so again. Those small redirections or lessons or tests along the way, it is so important that we're not getting ourselves too caught up in our own expectation of time and what it looks like and where it's going to come from and opening ourselves up to Allah's plan and will so that it's easier for us to get the blessings when the time is right instead of, again, playing tug of war with God. This is not what we're supposed to do. We're obviously supposed to, it's supposed to be easy for us and it's allowed to be easy for us. So if you're sitting out there and you're wondering if you're making du'at for the wrong thing, or if you're asking Allah for the wrong thing, or the thing that you're asking for isn't meant for you, don't worry. Don't get too caught up on that. It really isn't that deep. I know, I know that it's going to sound, but it really isn't that deep, especially if you are in the Um, in the habit of practicing tawakkul because it'll be easier every time you make a dua, it'll be easy for you to let go of that and surrender it back to Allah and say but I trust your plan I trust your timeline I trust your guidance so while I'm asking for this and you know that I really really want this I trust that if this is not the thing that you're going to give me exactly to the T then I trust that what you have in store for me is that much better. It removes the stress from us, it removes the desperation and that need that you know we place in a lot of our du'as, and you know, like, I really need this, why don't you give it to me, and why are you punishing me by not giving it to me? And it makes it so much easier for us to just sit back and trust that the thing is going to come, and if what we're asking for is ever so slightly not the thing, That is meant for us, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come in and intervene as long as we have faith in him and we show him that we are willing to let go of our own expectations to fall into his plan for us and that's what's really really important here so don't get too caught up on this make the duha open up your duha and then surrender it back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and go about your life knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide you he will guide you through it he will guide you to it okay so that's what I wanted to say on this I hope that what I said made a little bit of sense. (laughs) Um, As I said, I tried to do this on TikTok. I felt like I was rambling. Maybe this is also a rambling one, but it's so important for me uh, when I'm, you know, um, giving you what little knowledge I have, (laughs) because I don't have a lot, but I, you know, I know a lot about this, but in general, I don't know a lot about anything. But It is so important for me to try and give you an answer that really explains the reasons because I'm that kind of person. I would like to know the reason, which is also why I don't just follow other people's islam i need to know for myself and that helps me fall in love with allah and practice my islam from a place of love and surrender rather than a place of obligation to other people that was a completely different little (laughs) side note but it's the same thing like i need to know the reasons and the whys so it helps me to do that kind of research for myself and so i know that probably is a few of you out there who also feel like but i want to know why why is it that there isn't a wrong duha why is it like how do you mean that you can't make a wrong to her and what does that mean in terms of allah and my plan and my manifestation so i hope that that could answer some questions for you if you had those questions for yourself so I'm going to leave it here. Don't forget that you are so welcome to reach out to me. Leave me a comment, um, feedback, anything like that. Also a review, by the way, um, here on wherever you're listening to the podcast. If you feel so inclined, leave a review. Um, but if you want to reach out, if you'd like for me to discuss a specific topic on this podcast or answer a specific question on the podcast, then feel free to reach out to me on my socials at manifestingmuslimah. Uh, It's easier for me to message back over on Instagram because I can send a voice note, which I much prefer than writing messages. So if you can do that, that would be appreciated. But if you can't, then don't worry too much about it. So I will leave this episode here. Thank you so much for listening in. I will see you in my next episode. But until then, my darling friend, please don't forget to live in love.